your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Cause I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the breaks. It's Vocalo Radio. I'm your host, Biko, and throughout the course of my career, I've been blessed and very fortunate to interview some amazing people. And to be honest, hip-hop has truly saved my life. I mean, thinking about things 50 years ago, this genre was created in the Bronx, New York, and it started expanding throughout all the boroughs. Then in 1979, Curtis Blow became a founding father of hip-hop for becoming the first rap artist to sign to a major label. That label was Mercury Records, a label founded right here in Chicago. As Curtis Blow preps for another season of the hip-hop Nutcracker, which takes place in Chicago at the Cadillac Palace Theater, December 12th through the 17th, I got a chance to speak with him about his legacy, 50 years of hip-hop, and what you can expect when a hip-hop Nutcracker comes to town. Brakes on a bus, brakes on a car, brakes to make you a superstar. Brakes to win and brakes to lose, but these here brakes rock your shoes, and these are the brakes. Break it up, break it up, break it up. Vocalo Radio, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko. And on the line, I have the legend of legends. Curtis Blow is on the line with me. How you doing, Mr. Blow? Oh, uh, man, I'm doing fine, B. Yo, how are you, my brother? I'm feeling good, feeling great. I'm super thankful to be able to chop it up with you. And, um, man, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we get into the hip hop nutcracker, I, I just I want to take us back, Curtis. And at that point in time, did you even realize history was in the making? Back in the days, I'll tell you, I was a young man coming up. But I want to keep it modest and say, you know, I did realize that this subculture had the potential of being something really, really special. So I banked my career on it and I went to college and majored in a field that I thought that was relative to the culture. And that was the field of communications and speech broadcasting, being an MC and orator and uh, had a film minor. So I took the culture into the classroom and the classroom into the culture. That was uh, over 50 years ago. And uh, people were saying, you know, it's, it's just a fad. It's not going to last. Uh, but I, I knew that it was something special. And then with the first record deal uh, in 1979, it was, I was signed to Mercury Polygram. And the main office was here in Chicago. Could you imagine? Wow. This is why I have such love for Chicago, because you know, this was like my home uh, away from home. So when you're when you're in Chicago, what's the first thing that you like to do when you arrive to the city? <laughs> Get me some deep dish pizza. <laughs> hey, now, you know, pizzas are a New York thing uh, yeah. up in the five boroughs, you know, up in the Bronx and Harlem and, and, and over in Queens. But when you get to Chicago, you learn and you experience that same taste, that same, I mean, I don't know. I mean, man, it's amazing. This, this taste is so unforgettable, mm. unbelievable. See, I, I love to hear it because I recently visited New York uh, this year for the first time. I was out, uh, got a chance to almost visit all the boroughs and I felt like home. You know, I've never been to New York and I, I definitely felt like home. I want to tap into, you know, this year, 
It's a big year. It marks 50 years of hip-hop, Curtis, you know. Yes. How big of an impact do you feel your signing to a major label played towards, like, evolving the hip-hop genre? Well, that's a good question. And, again, you know, I want to keep it modest. It was a dream world coming out of Harlem, New York, and, and the South Bronx, and uh, getting the chance and the opportunity to travel the world and go to places where people had never heard of hip hop before. And I was the first one on stage over in places like London and Paris and, and Japan and Tokyo and, and, and going all around the world. And it was documented that this is something very brand new, fresh called rap music. And I was representing, and it's like I said, it was a dream world, and I'm so grateful to be chosen in such a time as as it was. And we changed the whole world. We now live in a hip-hop generation. And before I tap into the Nutcracker, uh, what's one of your, your personal favorite hip-hop moments? Wow. I have so many. I would say... Meeting Reverend Jesse Jackson was a big one in my lifetime. He came to me over in New York in 1980, right after I released The Breaks. And The Breaks was the number one song in the country. And he came to me. He said, Curtis, look, I want to tell you something. And I want you to go back to all your friends and tell them what I'm about to tell you. And he said that you guys are the heroes, the new heroes and icons of our communities in order for you to take this thing called rap and hip hop and spread it in order for people to accept it and, and love it. You need to keep it clean. Mm. And I said, okay, I will. And I went back to the Sugar Hill gang. I went back to Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and I got them in a room and I said, look, I just met Reverend Jesse Jackson. He told me men are the heroes and the new icons of the community. And we have a responsibility to keep it clean if you're ever going to take it and move it to the next level. And so right there and then we made a pact. I call it a code of ethics. We decided that we were going to keep it clean. So if you listen to our albums, we never use profanity. We never curse. I made 240 rap songs and never no use profanity. profanity. And this is my contribution, I would say, to hip hop, that sacrifice. You know, a lot of people may say, you know, the music is corny or this and that or uh, whatever is weak or soft. But back in the days when we first started, all we wanted to do was have fun and keep it clean. And it's all about peace, unity, love, and having safe fun. That's hip hop. One, two, three, four, hit it. Vocal Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko, alongside the legend of legends, man. He goes by the name of Curtis Blow. He's going to be in Chicago December 12th through December 17th at Chicago's Cadillac Palace Theater for the hip-hop Nutcracker. And Curtis, I, I got to know what sparked your interest in, you know, joining the hip-hop Nutcracker. 
Well, the hip hop nutcracker was uh, something that I wanted to be a part of back in days. Uh, you know, this is our 11th season. So about 10 years ago, a friend of mine came to me at one of my shows and he said, oh, man, it's a great show you just did, man. And you would be incredible for this new idea, this new show called the hip hop nutcracker. I said, the what? The hip hop what? So he invited me over to one of the rehearsals over at NJ Pack. And so I went over there and saw all the, these young people, these B boys and B girls, break dancing, took the music of Tchaikovsky, the timeless classical music. And the DJ had hip hop funky beats under this classical music. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I was one of the first uh, supporters of the fusion of rap into other genres of music. Like I was the first to do rock and roll rap. I was the first to do country and western rap on my first album, a song called Way Out West. Way out west from way back east, coming from the place you'd expect to leave. There came a stranger dressed in black from a Harlem town a long way back. Had a Stetson hat with a band of gold. When you talk about uh, classical music, the timeless music of Tchaikovsky, that is just another exciting and unbelievable fusion of music genres together. The funky, funky beats of hip hop along with classical music. And when I heard that for the first time and saw these young people, talented young people, breakdancing to this music, I had to be a part of it. And that was 10 years ago. I, this is my 10th season, but our 11th season uh, of the hip-hop Nutcracker. And, you know, years ago, we won an Emmy on the 50th anniversary of hip-hop when they all said it's just a fad it's not gonna be around so long here we are 50 years later with the hip-hop nutcracker representing this evolution and it's a good look it's a good look for the culture it's a good look for music it's a good look for the families and the community and just love and the spirit of the holiday season now congrats on that emmy you know i gotta give you another round of applause for that you may not hear but trust me it's in the background i gotta ask you too because december 12th through december 17th is going down chicago hip-hop nutcrack is taking place at chicago's cadillac palace theater out of all the stages you've hit curtis how does this stage differ from those other stages? Wow, that's a good question. Well, I'll tell you, the answer point blank is there's no place like Chicago on the planet. I love Chicago. I have lived here, so I owe Chicago. Chicago will never be out of my heart and will be there forever. I owe you guys so much. And I love you so much. So this is why I say this stage coming up December 12th through the 17th, eight shows, you guys, is going to be amazing. I can't yeah. wait. To, I'm excited already. I'm ready to go right now. Yes, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you so much, Curtis, for taking our time. And lastly, as we you know wrap things up and get prepared for December 12th through the 17th, do you feel hip-hop keeps you feeling young? 
Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and that's what it's all about. You know, you got to keep it moving, everyone. You got to keep moving. And it's something that is going to move the whole family, the entire family. I've seen three generations, grandparents bringing out their children and their children's children. And it's something for the whole family. It's a holiday hip hop extravaganza that brings the whole family together in the spirit of peace, love, community, and the magic of the holiday season. Please come out and check us out. I definitely plan on being there, bringing the kids out to see you touch this stage. Again, I appreciate you taking our time, Mr. Blow, for all of all of everything you've done. So appreciate you. Uh, we'll be seeing you December 12th through the 17th. It's going down Chicago's Cadillac Palace Theater, the hip-hop nutcracker that is. And again, thank you for your time. All right. A big shout-out to all of my sports fans out there. You know, the Chicago Bears, I love you guys. Keep doing your thing, all right? I'm watching, I'm watching. Also, those Chicago Bulls, I want to shout them out right now because, you know, basketball is my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. So, big shout out to the Bulls. Y'all do your thing, all right? Even though we lose it, we appreciate the love. Give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> 